0: Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to RLSH 2.0 Radio, a podcast for heroes by heroes. Um, the RLSH 2.0 Radio is a 30, 30 to 45 minute podcast um, here on Anchor. And tonight we have three special guests. We have Red Ranger from the Emerald City Heroes Organization, also known as Echo, based in Seattle, Washington. How's it going? And we have Justin Service from the Heroes of Northwest Region, also known as Honor from Spokane, Washington.
1: Always happy to be here.
0: And last but not least, we have Death Heads Moth from Norfolk, Virginia. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. All right. So tonight's episode, um, we had a slight malfunction um, earlier, but we got it going now, but uh, tonight's episode is gear fails, and basically, well, the topic of this episode is basically talking about, um, like, what to carry, what not to carry on patrols as a real-life superhero, uh, and for those that are listening for the first time, um, typically a real-life superhero is an individual um, that, and, and I want to, you know, make sure that everyone... Can primarily agree to this, but the idea of an RLSH or real life superhero is an individual who takes on the iconic image of a superhero to real life, applies it to the streets, and also to many other things such as street patrols, outreach, um, just doing good deeds, all in a superhero themed uniform. And so, we are going to be talking about things, things to carry, and things what not to carry while on while on patrols and we're going to be sharing some um, epic stories and stuff. So, uh we're going to start off um this time with um Death Ma. So, did you want to uh share something um pertaining to like any like suggestions and what to carry what not to carry?
2: Sure. Um one of the best things that you can carry is a flashlight, something small and pocketable. It doesn't need to be one of these 80s police academy you know, mag lights that everyone seems to think is like the the absolute best thing to carry because you're going to need to look in some you know small places or check someone out, you know, or be in a crowded situation where you can't have, you know, a whole bunch of nonsense. A good flashlight is one of the best things you can have. Also a cell phone with a charge again, like two of the best things right out the gate. I mean, before you get all the, like the nonsense and the this and that, and trust me, like, um, I um, I spent five hundred some dollars once on on moth rings, you know. They're cut out like in my symbol. Uh, There's steel. They got um, these two um, like high speed sort of dispensers. They're spring loaded, you know, and never fucking use the things. They're useless. They're no, I mean they're they're neat to give away to people as like souvenirs. You yeah, know, but that's about sure. it. Otherwise, they're yeah. they're they're kind of pointless. Like, there's way cheaper, easier you know ways to do things. But doing this and seeing what doesn't. Uh, again, a medical right. kit, like a basic first aid or first responder kit, and learn how to use it. Again, oh yeah. Um, almost every city has free classes uh, that you can get where you can get trained as. Uh, a first responder and you can get trained in um, CPR as well. And I recommend uh, everyone on your team go through both or there's really no point in having them there. I mean, if That's they're true. not willing to, you know, do the work, then One. they're dead there's weight. Free CPR there are classes. A
1: lot you can find them out there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, you just have speaking, to look again. Yeah. You have to put in the work.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, I was going to say, you know, um um with uh first aid kits from Red Ranger, I would have to say this is probably also um yours and mine um, uh, um like it's it's practically for right up our alley in the in the line of work that you and I do. So, um do you want to like give a little bit in detail as to what to put in your first aid kit?
1: Sure. Um what I will say about that is uh, I totally agree with you. That said moth absolutely carry a, a, a responder kit or a first aid kit. And um, what I'll say about put uh, what to carry in it uh, most importantly, what, you know, how to use. Okay. Um, so this carrying the kit uh, requires some, some level of training from everybody. Uh, not everybody is a, you know, does this as a career, medical stuff as a career. Um, But you don't have to, you just have to be willing, like, like I said, Moss said to, to do the work and do the training. And I think everybody who patrols the street should, and if you don't or can't, then you should patrol with somebody who does. Right. Um, uh, And what, so to, to expand off of that, you know, using what you know how to use um, I will say that, uh, you know, in line with a basic first aid class, what you should carry is um, basic a trauma kit. So low-level trauma, things like lacerations, uh, you want to be able to stop bleeding. Um, some uh, heavy surgical bandage is fine. Uh, you can use compression, compression bandages too, if you know how to use them. Um, again, only do what's in your scope. You don't want to mess up something uh, when you're in a situation where you need to provide potentially life-saving first aid and, and screw it up that's absolutely the worst thing you can do so only do what, what you know for how second. to do oh as, yeah
2: especially with what's going on right now blood barrier uh supplies you know gloves that sort of thing and also breath yes. barrier. if you're going to give cpr so you're not just putting your lips directly on someone else's lips and breathing in uh as they breathe out right absolutely one way valve.
1: yes use a mask yeah use a valve wonder, mask
2: yeah a one-way valve yep.
0: mask yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely definitely and um and great addition yeah. thank
1: you yeah.
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah one one-way valve masks are great because um because w- one of the things i know is that um when I've taught 1st aid CPR back in the past, um, I always tried to hand out um, students a um, keychain one-way valve mask, but that can be easily foldable and instead of a little pouch. And, but, the, but, but, but the thing about it is that it's a one-time use. You can't use it again, because if you use it again, then you've contaminated someone else. So, so always, because so now, be, now it'd be excellent if you have more than one backup, definitely. You know, right. you, yeah, I mean, definitely have a backup of more than one, um, you know, a one way valve mask and you can get them from. Well, I I'd I recommend a the, the, there's a company that I know of that's um, that's partnered with the American Heart Association called World Point and World Point has them at a pretty good, decent price. I think you can get like a pack of 50 of them for like, I think, like uh, probably like five dollars or something. And so. Um or maybe cheaper, but um but if you look online I'm I am i am sure you can definitely find a good um uh, like a, a good bulk of them for at a pretty good price. Nice. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And um let's see what else.
1: To yeah. go on though about what to carry, uh yeah. I carry in my first aid kit. Um, I carry a, um, heavy trauma kit. So, um, I don't, if you are equipped and know how to use heavy trauma kit, this is for things like, um, gunshots or, 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 or severe hemorrhaging bleeding. Um, and, uh, if you know how to carry it, absolutely can't. You, you absolutely should. You can pick these up online. You can find them at an army Navy surplus store. You can find them at a, at a medical supply store. Um, so uh, carry those, or or the capacity to stop bleeding, or to do life saving interventions that you know how to do. One other thing that I will say, in addition to that, is if you do not know how to do something, call nine one one. Call people who do know how. Exactly. Okay. We need all hands on deck, especially in an emergency situation where a life is on the line. Okay, we're not right. trying to we're not trying to macho man that. We're not trying to. You know, prove ourselves or, or anything or do things we don't know how to do. If you don't know how to do it, call someone who does. It, right. Or, you know, it, preemptively, get yourself trained. Make sure you yeah. do know how to do things that, that oh, can yeah. save a life. You can be the person to save a life. I think everybody should take the opportunity to, to take that training.
0: Oh, yeah. Aye, aye. Definitely. <laughs> yeah I, can, I, I can definitely agree to that. Now, um, wh- okay, so first aid kit, flashlight. Um, okay, what about like for like self-defense? What, what, what's the ideal thing to carry on you for self-defense and only as a last resort when something goes down?
2: It depends for on sure. how you're um, Yes.
1: Right. Um I'll say that first thing to do when talking about uh self defense or defense of others, we're, we're talking about tools that are potentially offensive. Um, mm-hmm. but used for defense. Uh, first thing you need to do is research the law in your area on what is appropriate for you to use. Okay. That's the first thing you should do. Right. And cause, cause you know, people, you know, throw the term vigilante out there, but us on echo, we don't like to, uh, we don't like to associate with the term vigilante because vigilantes take the law into their own hands. Whereas right. what we want to do is operate within the law. Right. Uh, no blades or guns. Exactly. So, right. for example, uh, in Seattle, we have a three-inch blade rule and a fixed fixed blade rule. So, what that means is, in, in the city of Seattle, within the city limits, it is illegal to carry a knife uh, blade over three inches. It must be a folding blade, and if it's a fixed blade knife of any length, it is illegal.
0: That's um, uh, that can all That's also applied here in, in in the Commonwealth of Virginia as well.
1: Right. So things like that research, what you're allowed to carry. And also uh, what we carry are all non-lethal here on echo. Um, we carry uh, things like pepper spray. I carry a pepper blaster on, on my hip uh, in, in my holster. And we have things like um, OC grenades, uh, things like that, that, that fire OC spray uh, to, to incapacitate a target in, the, in their eyes and in their senses. Uh, we also carry things like tasers and, um, and, uh, you know, we know how to use them. We have both contact tasers and uh, projectile tasers.
2: Oh, so and, tasers. And we can use them both. Another,
1: uh, well, uh, the, the, sorry, I use the terms interchangeably. We have both. Gotcha. Uh, we have a stun gun and a taser. Yes. And I
0: do want to make this clear, um, actually. I, 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 I do want to add this to this um, episode. Is Okay, now, dep- depending on the state where you live in, some states will allow on um, tasers and some won't.
1: Correct. So research your local ordinance.
0: Yeah, because like for instance, okay, here in Virginia, you are allowed to carry any kind of taser as long as you're not a convicted felon. If you're a convicted felon, you cannot carry a taser at all. If it's only a misdemeanor, you are allowed to have that. Um, right, but. There, but there is no special course that you got to go through, nor do you have to have a permit to have a taser of any sort here in the Commonwealth.
1: Okay. Well, that, that's good to know. You know, like I said, you, you want to make sure that you know what is legal to carry. And uh, because when we're operating out there, we want the law on our side. Another thing that we carry, in addition to the um, tasers and sun guns and um, the OC is uh, martial training. And then we sometimes have tools to help us. For example, my shield. And we can go into armor a little bit later, which is the the shield is primarily for. But the shield also serves, uh, you know, as a defense weapon because I can use it to block people from attack. Um, right. that also have oh, it, I gotta, you know.
0: I, I, I got to ask you this, Red Ranger, okay? Because I've had sure. some people asking me about your shield. So okay, I want you to check this out. Here. Okay. So... Can you okay? Can you explain exactly what all uh, is incorporated into your shield and the shield overall in detail, just a little bit?
1: Uh, sure. Why not? Um, so briefly, uh, my shield is a uh, creation that uh, was collaborative between me and our teammate White Baron, who is our uh, gear special specialist. Um, and in his shop was where um. We actually created a few shields. Uh, and Baron currently has the other, the twin of mine, uh, but they are compar- comprised of industrial plate steel and layered polycarbonate, uh, which uh, layered together are we have tested, taken out, and 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 shot, uh, bullet resistant. Uh, behind that, uh, I keep my stun gun and or my stun baton and my uh, fire extinguisher. Uh, also, it's padded for my arms and is equipped with a uh, steel handle and a uh, leather belt strap so it can fit to my arm uh, around the shield exterior. What I have done is I have equipped it with uh, pipe insulation and foam so that uh, the edge of the shield can't do laceration or serious damage aside from just pushing people off. Uh, again, this isn't anything I want to hurt anyone with. You know, that's, that's absolutely not our goal. Uh, But it is something I need to be able to use to defend myself and others with. So while it can have that capacity to defend uh, myself and others, uh, I have have adjusted it such that it's not anything I call lacerating or a deadly weapon.
0: Okay. And the other question I've also been asked about your shield is, do you feel like? Do you honestly feel like Captain America when you're walking with the shield?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, it feels pretty cool to carry it. Um, I'm happy I have it, and uh, you know, maybe a little bit. Maybe we'll see. You know, I can neither confirm nor deny.
0: <laughs> I'm with you on that one, because because um, I, I, I tell you, it, it's, it's uh, off and on. I I myself have considered about carrying a shield, but the only time I really carry one is like during like intense um, situations, like for instance, okay, um, down in Richmond, uh, there was some interesting things that was going on. I think it was last year, I believe. Um, and DHM, you can actually back me up with this one because wasn't there, wasn't there actually some sort of situation that went on down in Richmond or Charlottesville
2: yeah. here recently? Yeah, um, there's a um, couple riots, a couple – protests over the monuments um, that they have uh, Monument Avenue Uh, a bunch of Confederate monuments uh, they're trying to take them down and they had protesters and counter protesters and then uh, a couple years back we had the uh, final four riots and I dragged people out of both of those I had some really stupid friends who Got into them because they thought they would be a lark, and they had to drag them out, go in, snatch them, and run. Right.
0: Oh man, and 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 I mean that that it, it's I gotta say that that was kind of a message. That was a pretty message. It's a situation, and see, I know in Seattle, um, Red Ranger and, and Justin Service. You know, I I know that up in um, Seattle, you all have protests going on there all the time, especially
1: around May Day, right? Oh yeah, um, I've I've been to quite a few of them.
0: I have yet to be the one. <laughs> well, you know, hey, it, it's it's good um, to um, it's it's good to prep for those situations and see. That's why I was saying earlier. You know, I would the only time I'd really carry a shield is during those like those situations. Now, um, Red Ranger, what's your opinion on? Because I'm I'm sure you've seen these. Um, um, mentioned before on different posts through social media, especially on Facebook, and and like either the the RLSH um recruit welcome center on Facebook, and also the other real life superhero um group on Facebook ran by me and Dark Guardian. But um, you've seen the like standard circular shield where it has like the uh like, like the cross carry bar on it. Um, yeah. What's your personal opinion on that one?
1: Um. Personally, I I think that, you know, it it covers a little bit more area than than a shield of my shape does. But the reason that I have the shield outfitted to my arm the way I do is because it's a really sturdy, um, it's a really sturdy way to carry it, you know, it's it's affixed to both my forearm and my, my grip, instead of just one location. And I think how if much you're much going to carry a shield, you need stability more than anything, especially when you're trying to block somebody like either a running human or, you know, a bullet. Uh, you need to keep that shield where you need to keep it. Uh, so any risk to stability is, is absolutely to your detriment.
0: Right, right. And um, just out of curiosity, how much would you say the shield weighs?
1: Um, you know, I've actually never weighed it myself. Um, that's an interesting question. Uh, I would say probably at least on its own, 30 pounds-ish, Uh maybe 35, uh, but then if you add the fire extinguisher and the stun baton, yeah, I would say maybe it rounds out about 30, 35.
0: That's not so bad,
2: actually. No, that's so, fucking so terrible. Uh,
1: maybe up to 40. Uh, again, I would actually have to weigh it. I never actually thought to. Um, I just... Carried it for so long And, and at, you know, at first it was hard So I just I wouldn't say 40, I'd say like 30 or 35 Yeah, maybe 30, 30, 35, right? Yeah, see, Justin Services carried it too So um, he can kind of weigh in here But uh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah,
0: because Yeah, there's a lot of stuff put into the shield So the, the more, the, pretty much the more you add to it The heavier it's going to be So you really got to, like, learn how to maneuver it yeah, um, and you know and and of course it doesn't just happen overnight it's, it's, it's gonna happen over time
1: so yeah you know, we, first- you know, i've had a do training with it you know um even white baron when we first were making it we did a bunch of drills or we would go out to a park and i would carry the shield and he would act like a a bunch of bad guys and he'd carry different weapons like bats and 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 iron bars and things like that and he would try and attack me and i would have to block with the shield and get really good with carrying it that way and maneuvering it. And over time, you know, and with training, cause you, you, you know, to have that level of stamina, you got to train up, do some, some strength training. Um, it becomes right. easier. So
0: right. it kind of goes back to my
1: original point, train for what you have and know how to use it.
0: Right. Exactly. And, and, and so, so with your personal, um, you know, <laughs> It's it's gonna sound weird, but when, when I say it like this, because it's gonna sound like I'm saying the actual like organization from for, from the Avengers or something. But with your personal experience with the Shield, <laughs> um, what um, so what would you like recommend like for a standard Shield, the one that that you normally have seen like on different posts on Facebook, or would you rather like just pretty much like like if someone uh, like you know told you, hey, you know. I wanted to have a shield like that, um, not yours, but, like, the standard circular shield just to, like, have protection or something. Would you recommend that shield or not?
1: Uh, the standard circular shield, if it's only made of one material, if you can't guarantee that it's resistant enough to take down a bullet or a or at least severe uh one trauma then then no like if you can't stand severe impact then it, it it's not good for you um unfortunately my shield is only two of a kind there are currently two in the world that exist mine is one and white Baron's is the other um okay. and if you can make a shield like that and you have access to an industrial uh forge and, and industrial melding equipment then you know go for it uh I, you know if you can get the shield's Necessary that that will stand the job, then then absolutely mm. do. Another thing I will say is, you know, the not to belabor the point, but Phoenix Jones is seen back the, at the RCSM. Um, they used to have some police issue uh, ballistic shields, and those oh, okay. are ones that are you know they're pre-made, but they are ballistic and they will stand up to impact and anything else. So if you can get anything about that grade, then you're you're good to go. But if oh. if you're doing anything less, then you're basically cosplaying.
0: Right. I can, I can understand that as well. I can definitely understand that. Now, um, now, now with that, um, now armor. Okay. Now, um, so there have been some talk off and on about, you know, what kind of armor to have and what not kind of armor. So the, um, I'd say one of the, one of the top, um, issues concerning armor is the motocross armor. So Red Ranger, I know that you wear motocross armor and I know that I do. Um, Justin service also does as well. And so, um, so what, what are your thoughts and opinions about the motocross armor overall?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I'll I'll just get into it briefly. I think motocross armor and sports armor is great for, um, you know, basic level impact resistance, right? You know, it can, it can take a hit uh, or, or a, Punches. Something equivalent, yeah, punches or or hits from basic If you're worried that they're going to roll you down sure a dirt you. hill
2: and maybe hit you with some like light branches, I'd say sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If they're going to hit you with some branches or maybe a stick, sure. But what you, if you're going to really do this and and make sure that you have the capacity to to withstand any kind of hit that you're going to take out there because this is a dangerous job and it ain't amateur hour. Um, you know, you want to use something that's going to be a little bit stronger. So while I do use it and other members of my team do use it, uh, we also have things under that or supplemented with that that make it even more durable. For example, polycarbonate. You know, we'll fit polycarbonate plates below the, motor, the, the motocross plates or the sports plates so that not only do we have that impact-resistant plastic, but we have a uh, polymer below that. That will take even more resistance and then even below that we can supplement steel and of course we all wear bolt resistant vests underneath our armor at all times on echo so um, with those added levels of protection yeah you're you're looking at some some decent and effective armor but uh the motocross and in sports armor while it is effective for that basic level stuff if that's just all you're relying on you need to reconsider
0: okay okay and um, are we kind of winding down on time because I'm trying to aim it to put to 30 minutes, but um, we got time to, to at least share two epic um, stories. So, and Red Ranger, I know you mentioned earlier that you wanted to share more, but maybe we can try to do like a, uh, probably like a little like a, like a part two next week or something like that. But can you at least share one Interesting story concerning like any kind of gear or armor malfunction
1: while on patrol. Well, before we get to that, actually yeah, I will. You, but I want to touch on real quick and the most important piece of gear. I want service to actually touch on, and uh, it's more protective equipment. Service, take it away. The 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 body camera for sure. You gotta you gotta make sure you keep yourself accountable and and those that you might be dealing with out there. So you know, it's good to have the the body cam active for any serious situation not rolling all the time of course but you know in case things get hairy out there you want to you want to have that extra accountability and something the police can work with if need be right right i can understand that yeah it's it's Um, super important but but i also want to hear from Deathhead's moth i feel like we haven't heard from him in a bit yeah why don't you tell us a story about it about some gear
2: sure yeah, go ahead. So years ago, before I got my um, first or my second mask, I basically just had the bodysuit. Um, so it was a single sort of body glove that had my symbol on it. Underneath, I had uh, Ultra Lamex, was a type of butcher's mail from France. Uh, it's super flexible. It's similar to a, a lamellar, really. Very, very stab and puncture resistant. Uh, slash proof uh, A cup I actually went through two different cups This is before I tried out um, A metal cup Which I promptly went back to the plastic one Because the metal one Acts a lot like a steel toe In the winter It gets cold as fuck So, that um, does
1: not sound pleasant
2: No it's not And I had the gauntlets on um, A <laughs> pair of uh, grinders The boots uh, and my utility belt, and that was basically it. Um, pair of rapid rotation batons, you know. And um, I had seen that this guy was dealing, you know. I knew he was dealing. I had gone by, gone by. Um, again, like I was working alone at this point, so I was doing a lot of gray man work, where you you'd go by, but not make it obvious, and not circle around a whole bunch and do shit like that. So coming up behind this guy I finally decide, right. you know, all right, I'm going to see what he's doing. I know he's dealing. I know he's got a, a friend that that brings him these rocks. I know that he's, you know, then then selling them to these people. So I'm going to do something about it. Uh, and this is like I said, very very early on. This is like 2008 maybe, 2000 like late part of 2007. Oh. Um, and I come up behind okay. him and It's this gravel parking lot. And I crunch on some glass. And he just whips around. He's got a big fucking ring on. And he catches me in the fucking mouth. Um, I Mm. drop to the ground to get out of the way of him. End up spraying him. He's coughing and sputtering. He spits out a fucking little baggie. It's about the size of a postage stamp. Grab it. Take off. Um, There's a little crack rock. Emptied it out into the gutter. So for... A single rock, I uh, pretty much lost my front tooth. It was snapped in half. And um Damn. did oh, not man. repeat that. Um, I, I changed things up after that. I later got a, a composite mask that that's just the front faceplate. And then uh, a little while after that, a couple years later, I got one from uh, Doc Venture up in New York. He's a guy who does uh, or Doc Adventure. His guy does a custom prosthetics work and he made me a um a full head mask he molded uh my entire head helps that i i shave my head and he like used a press or something similar and he made me a mask uh helmet combo that is uh compressed kevlar and uh, aerospace grade carbon fiber over top of that I actually have a few pictures of it on my um uh, Facebook, and I built it up later on. So, yeah, that was... Okay. Wow. I
0: yeah, was going out weird.
2: unprepared, though. There's <laughs> nothing cool about that. It's stupid. It's I made a critical error. And oh, yeah. uh, another thing I talked to somebody else about right. a little while ago, before you go out, you check all of your gear, like uh, Red Ranger, your fire extinguisher. Well, yeah you got to check it before you go out every time make sure it's fully charged and if it's used at once you got to get it recharged you know uh
1: absolutely got to check or get a different one
2: yeah Yeah. absolutely check your shield make sure it's bonded um make even the little stuff make sure your shoelaces are tied a second time you know you don't want to get them snagged on something make sure that your flashlight has batteries right check and recheck oh yeah we double before Re-tying you and
1: everything
2: yeah if you're going out with a piece of gear oh, yeah i've never tried man. it out if you've never had to scuffle with somebody or you know spar while wearing it don't go out with it because you'll get out there and you'll realize man this is heavy oh yeah man this digs into my leg or man you know this is absolutely pointless i'm i'm carrying around this weight for no reason
0: You know what? You know what? Um, it's actually a little bit over the. It's about three minutes over the time limit. But you know what? I think we'll do a part two oh, of yeah. this because 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 I want to be because I want this to be kind of a two part series type thing. So, um, so we'll definitely do uh, Gear fails uh, part two of this on next Thursday, and this will be on March the twenty sixth. So. Um, so with that, um, DHM, Justin Service, Red Ranger, I appreciate you being here on RLSH 2.0 radio, um, guys uh, up for anyone that's listening to this show, please tune in next week. Um, and uh, of course, follow our Facebook page and Twitter page for the latest um, episodes and news and such. So next week's, um, title will be gear fails part two, and we'll definitely hopefully have all three um' with us again next week guys thank you so much for being and a part us. of Thanks all of you radio. And I definitely hope, i definitely i definitely hope to see you guys back here next week
2: all right